What's up, man? Happy Wednesday. Filming this video for you in downtown Phoenix. Literally, helicopters are flying over my head outside. The world is crazy that we live in right now. Hope you're staying safe out there. So for today's video, um, just to kind of comm commemorate the launch of the new podcast, Raw and Relentless, I wanted to give you guys a sample of where me and my buddy, Brian Mankata, who was on the podcast recently, we were talking about the future of dating. And that's why I wanted to post it on this channel, but also to let you guys know that the podcast literally dropped last night. So if you haven't already, after you watch this video about the future of dating after 2020, I'm making some bold predictions in this video. I want you to go to the link below in the comments and or in the description and check out the full podcast. And also there's a couple more episodes for you to binge watch over there. Either way, man, hope you enjoy the video. See you soon. So how do you think the dating and relationship space is going to change now with all this going on? Like well, a, specifically approaching in person, right? Yeah. Because more than ever now, people are, are resistant to in-person experiences for the most part. Mm. And like going out, restaurants, like, I mean, dude, I was in, I was at Old Town Scottsdale on Saturday or on Friday night. It was sick. It was popping. Like, it, like yeah. nothing changed. But like specifically approaching, right? Do you think approaching is going to die? Do you think approaching is always going to be there? Like, are people just going to be wear a face mask and approach now? Mm. Like, what do you see the future of the dating and relationship space being? Is it all going to be texting online? You know, virtual game? Yeah. I, I think that's, there's a lot of angles to go at this question with because, uh, one, my answer has to take into account how long do I think that this is going to go on and mm. do I think it will return to normal, at least with the face mask, the social distancing thing. I, my gut tells me that right now it might seem like there might never be a time where things return to normal, mm -hmm. but I believe that people want it to return to normal more yeah. than anything, and I think it will. Mm -hmm. As far as the dating space, I think businesses are going to be a lot more cautious with what they do these days. And so I know my business, like, <laughs> this is kind of crazy because going into quarantine, going into the whole fucking thing happening... I had a boot camp coming up and my whole fucking business plan for the next five, 10 years was I was going to run these fucking boot camps multiple times a year, hopefully mm -hmm. every, every single fucking month. Yeah. Right. And these are, these are investments that people are making and coming from and learning in that fucking badass environment. Brian was there. Mm -hmm. And if you saw the documentary, you saw it. I want to do so many of these. And I had three planned for this year. I had to cancel two and anybody who had bought that one, we had to postpone all of it to the, to the one at the end of the year. Cause yeah. hopefully things will end up open up back up then i think it would be not wise for me as a business owner to make my business revolve around events moving forward yeah right so i think that's one of the major changes is you're going to see a lot less events you're going to see a lot more um if there are events it'll be very very structured so people can keep their proper safety precautions right yeah. and uh oh this this reminds me of something that happened yesterday i got to tell you about this but um uh literally i I bet I would not be surprised if in a year or two from now, people are afraid to approach. I don't think approaching will ever go away because mm -hmm. it's how people have met for thousands yeah, for of years. Sure. So you'll just have to tweak how you approach. It's yeah. not going to be as aggressive or forward as it probably was in the past. You'll have to be a little bit more calculated mm -hmm. with how you approach. But if you can approach, I think that's always going to be the number one way. Yeah. But I bet the people who are afraid to approach... Um, and also can't do well online, they're going to see something else pop up. And I bet there's going to be a business, a lot of businesses that are setting up events for singles to come and mingle. And it's going to be super structured. It's almost going to be like structured speed dating. Mm. I anticipate it being super controlled and tables with couples and you're rotating. Like I bet that becomes a huge wave. Interesting. Watch that shit happen. Yeah. I don't think approaching will ever die either. I think like you said, approaching is still the number one way to do it because there's no better experience for 
memorability in terms of her that like that approach leaving a long lasting effect. Like think about it. How many girls get DMS on a daily basis on Instagram, yeah. on Tinder or Bumble. But if they get approached in person, they'll remember that because it's different. Yeah. It's something that's do doesn't normally happen. So I always think that'll, that'll be number one. Well, think back to like all the fears and, and things that I was not liking about Neuralink. Mm. We're, we've already seen all the same patterns already happen with Tinder and Bumble and Instagram DMS. Those are revenue generating businesses yeah. that need advertising mm -hmm. and also just like they want to generate revenue. So they want to keep you on the platform. They want to get you to buy a subscription. Mm -hmm. So um, <laughs> I think there will always, I think unfortunately business and marketplaces are going to try to gear you more towards platforms like that. Yeah, for sure. But I think human, <laughs> human nature just in-person connection is never going to die out because it's in our DNA. hundred percent. I agree because it's like, I want everything to open back up. I'm an advocate for like, get it, like, let's get out there, dude. Like, let's get out there. Let's get, let's stay healthy. Let's take, take the necessary precautions, you know, keep everybody safe for sure. Do what we can, but like, let's, let's start opening up the economy again, bro. Like let's, let's get out there. Let's start. Cause like at the end of the day, human connection is, that's like one of the, I think Tony Robbins talks about this. Like you can have the health, like, but if you, if you're missing the in-person experience with the community or with social relationships that can eat at your happiness levels, yeah. no matter how much you work out, no matter how much you have the money, right? If you're not getting social and being around people that you love or love spending time with, that's going to eat at you, you and your mental health for sure. So I want to get, I think, you can't replace the in-person connection. Like eventually I see myself ho hosting uh, retreats and, and weekend getaways where we, we focus on our health. We, we meditate, we stretch, right? We take these hikes and we, we, we eat clean, whole organic foods from raw, from these, from these farms. Right. And like, we just, we vibe and we just chill, but you know, I think people, some people are going to be resistant to, that, resistant to that, but I'm just like, dude, let's open back up, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is going to have to, how, how long do you think this is going to last? What do you mean by last? Like, you mean like things still being closed down or like people being afraid to go out? Like uh, anything even being affected in the same way? Because like restaurants are open in Arizona, but even the restaurants are only letting a certain amount of people in. Yeah, You have to wait in line to walk into Walmart. Like yeah. when do you think everything's going to be back to normal? Um, probably, probably like March of 2021. March, maybe April. So like spring 2021. I think, but even then, I think it's still going to be very limited to where it's like normal, but there's still going to be the six feet social distancing of like, like there's going to be new measures of how things are ran now. Mm. Like it's not just going to be walking up to a restaurant and being able to get a seat right away. It's going to be like, okay, we're going to have to wait for someone else to leave. Yeah. So like there's going to be a, a very systematic process of how businesses are operate based off what's happening now. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be normal, but a different normal. Normal's done. I think there's going to be a new normal now. Yeah. Which sucks, but. Dude, you know. the only thing good about 2020 so far is the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> that is literally it. <laughs> At least we started with that one, oh, you know? Dude. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. I, uh, I just hope they get the chance to defend the title, bro. Dude, I, I'm telling you, I think sports, at least for the most part, are going to open back up, hopefully by the end of the year, but they're not going to have fans for for the very start of it or they if they do it's going to be sectioned off like only like this section is open like in, imagine a baseball stadium right yeah one section of the, at the, at the nosebleeds is going to be open the next one's not then there's gonna be another one yeah. another one right but then the people dude so this is the stupidest thing i was at uh oh man this is just shows you how much fear people have based off the media and what people uh, so anyways i was at flower child it's a restaurant here in scottsdale the other day 
Okay, and these friends were meeting up with each other. There was two friends inside. One of them had a face mask on. The other two uh, were walking up to the door. They noticed that their friend inside had face mask on, but the other one didn't. So then they put their face mask on outside, and they come in, and they start talking with the face mask, right? And then I hear them talking about how they put their face mask on because they saw one of the friends had it on, and they didn't want to make it rude or whatever, right? Which is totally fine. And then they start hugging each other and, like, touching each other. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, why do you have the face mask on if you're just going to touch each other? <laughs> that ruins the whole fucking point of the face mask. Yeah. You literally just, I'm just like, dude, people are so not, it's not their fault, but it's just like, dude, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, what are we <laughs> doing here? You can't be touching people. if You're going to wear a face mask. If you're wearing a face mask, I expect you to not be around anybody. If you're at least six feet away from them, you got to be six feet away from them. You can't touch anybody and you better be like the most paranoid person. You can't like, come on, dude. Yeah. What are we doing? Yo, I saw a tweet from Patrick Bet David. The other day, and it was talking about like uh, wearing a mask while you're driving alone in your car is like wearing a condom to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's so true. And then I made it made me realize like there was a time where people could judge someone negatively or form an opinion about them just by watching how they drive. Because back in the 90s, if someone was like yelling or talking out loud and they're by themselves in their car. Yeah. You don't assume he's talking on the phone. You think he's either talking to himself or he he's singing, in which case, oh. either way, you're going to fucking judge him, right? Yeah. And then that kind of died out when you have cell phones and whatnot, and there's a lot more ways to communicate, and you got audiobooks, and now you definitely listen to music if you're singing and dancing, right? But now we can judge people just by if they have a mask on in their car. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not against the mask. I get the fear of it, but it's just like, I mean, for me, obviously, we're not wearing masks here, right? I'm, I'm someone who's just out Fuck of Fuck a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. That should be like, I don't know why, but I just pictured that on like a, a shirt for Raw <laughs> Relentless, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a face mask. <laughs> Fuck a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I was out at the freaking clubs this weekend. Like, obviously, I'm not wearing face masks and like practicing social distancing and stuff right maybe that's my fault but at the same time i'm like dude i'm healthy i'm young if i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it but i'm gonna fight it right like that's my choice if you want to stay inside you want to wear a face mask do your thing dude but let's start let's start realizing that like everyone's gonna die eventually cancer kills more people than covid right yeah. uh like pe processed foods kill more people than covid every single day yeah. right like let's just start realizing that if you're gonna die like, like we're all gonna die so like might as well start living your life dude yeah you can't be living in fear yeah um, yo, talk about living in fear, bro. There was this old man that me and Kate ran into at CVS pharmacy yesterday, um, because we were getting water cause we were about to go hang out with some friends. Right. So we grabbed some water real quick and we're at CVS and we walk into the checkout line and there's only one person in line and he's walking up the cash register. So me and Kate are walking into line. Mm -hmm. It's an old man and he turns around right as we walk in the line and he's supposed to be walking to his fucking cash register. Yeah. He turns around, he looks me in the eyes and then he looks at my girlfriend, Kate in the eyes, who's standing right next to me. And then he sizes her up, looks her up and down. And, he, and I, I think, oh, this old man's about to crack like an old guy joke or something like that. And I thought he was super chill. I was just like, what is this? He's just staring at us. And then he says, can you guys back up? Jesus. And he's standing like three feet in front of us when he's the one who's not walking to the fucking cash register, yeah. bro. And I, I said to him um, in the moment, because I'm not afraid of this fucking old man. I said, yo, chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> and the manager of CVS, who's standing at the cash register... Um, <laughs> the, your reaction to that made me laugh. Dude, I was not expecting. <laughs> oh shit! And the manager, oh. he just looks at both of us and he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chill the fuck up. <laughs> 
Whoa. That's another t-shirt, God. bro. <laughs> fuck a face mask. <laughs> Yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get mugs, bro, or something. And you just ship them on here. Yeah. Oh, and he God. just walks up, walks away real quick. And the manager is like super nice to me. And yeah. I think it was because he thought the old man was being crazy too. Oh, yeah. And here's what, where it gets even funnier, bro. Me and Kate get done checked buying our shit first. And we go into the car and we start pulling out. He walks out with his his spouse. It's mm-hmm. an un, it's another old man. Okay. So he's an old gay angry man wearing a face mask, just trying to pick a fight at CVS, bro. Yeah, it's twenty twenty for you. 